Welcome to the Reach a Peak podcast experience. This podcast is for athletes of all levels who want to level up their nutrition to level up their game. Join me as I explore the world of nutrition, health, and performance. Each week, I dive into a new topic to help expand your knowledge, separate truth from myth, and change your perspective so you can start winning the right way and reach your peak potential. I'm your host, Alexa, the sports dietitian nutrition coach. Let's go. Okay, so today is another podcast episode discussing a supplement, okay, a sports nutrition supplement, and it's a newer one that's kind of come into the nutrition space and started ruffling some feathers in a good way and has been proposed as potentially the next performance-enhancing supplement. But how much truth is there to this? And the supplement, of course, you would know because you saw the title when you clicked this podcast episode is Beet Juice, Okay. Beetroot juice is what we're going to be talking about today, also known as beetroot extract when it comes to the supplementary form. So we're going to talk about exactly what it is, why it's proposed as being beneficial, you know, what's the science behind it, should you as an athlete take it, and then I'm going to finish up by discussing some of the dosages that have been proposed as being beneficial in the space. So without further ado, let's get into it. So beetroot juice is obviously not something that just Dwight Schrute would drink, okay? If you watch The Office, you know exactly what I'm talking about. It's something that has been in recent times being consumed by more and more athletes because there has been research coming out to suggest that it is beneficial for performance. And I will discuss exactly how it can help performance in a second. But first, I just want to kind of lay out the foundation, the background behind it, so that you understand, you know, exactly why is it that beetroot juice is you know, proposed as being beneficial? What is the mechanism there? Basically, what is beet juice and why is it suggested as a supplement? So that's what we're going to start with first, of course. Okay, so beetroot juice. Why is it this random kind of vegetable that maybe we enjoy sliced on a sandwich? Maybe we enjoy diced up on a, you know, in a salad, whatever it may be. Why is it that suddenly this has been proposed as this next supplement? Well, it's not the actual beet root in itself okay so it's not the actual beetroot it's more so what what is in it and that's this thing called nitrate okay so nitrates found naturally in a lot of different vegetables but in a high concentration is found in beetroots and beetroots are easily being able to be juiced and that's why it has been suggested as a supplement okay because of its particular high kind of content of nitrate and the way it can easily be delivered now, there are different ways of getting this, and we will discuss this when we get to discussing the dosages at the end, so keep with me there. But essentially with nitrates, what happens is nitrates converted in the mouth and the stomach eventually to nitric acid. Okay, so first it goes from nitrate to nitrite in the, in the mouth, and then in the stomach it goes from nitrite to nitric acid, if we want to get very scientific. And this has several roles in the body, but most importantly, it actually acts as a vasodilator. So it opens up your blood vessels and allows more blood and oxygen to be delivered through the body and therefore, in a sporting sense, to be delivered to your muscles. Okay, and in turn, also nitrate would be proposed as being able to reduce the energy cost of exercise and also positively affect the way your muscles work, the way they contract, the way they function, and therefore the way you perform. So that's like in a nutshell why beetroot has been proposed as this new supplement. It's because of the nitrate in it. And the nitrate, as I mentioned, has some effects like that in the body. And therefore, that is the connection between the good old beetroot 
in sports performance. Okay, because I'm sure when you first heard, you're like, beetroot juice, seriously? Beetroot juice, like that's what I'm going to be taking now as a supplement? So yeah, that's the, that's the proposed mechanism behind it. So just so you understand. Now, why it has been suggested as the next supplement is obviously because there's been research that has kind of shown some potential benefit. Now, obviously, uh, this has to be prefaced by saying anything sports performance, especially with these newer supplements like this, there's still a lot of research to be done. I mean, there's still a lot of studies to be done to really confirm exactly the dose that needs to be done, the exact kind of mechanism, the exact kind of, um, I guess, increase in performance, so to speak, not so much the mechanism. We understand the mechanism. And also to understand, you know, in what context is the best used. So there's a lot of still studies that need to come out. But I'm going to just be talking about today's podcast based on the studies that have already come out just to give you an idea of if, if it is worth taking and it does have some kind of promise so to speak. Okay, so let's get into the science then, you know, more into the specifics, so to speak, because I've kind of explained the, the basic science around it, but more of the specifics of why beetroot juice and hence the nitrates have been proposed to benefit you. Okay, so I guess the biggest way that it can help is, like I said, through vasodilation, and that vasodilation can obviously help deliver more oxygen to the muscles and therefore you can perform better because of the increased blood flow. Okay, that just makes sense. That's like though, those are those even those illegal kind of supplements that you should not be taking. Okay, that can increase you know oxygen delivery. It's saying that will help performance. It's the thing that measures your physical ability, so to speak, and it's called known as you know cardiorespiratory endurance, and it basically refers to the ability of your heart and your lungs to deliver oxygen to your working muscles during continuous physical activity. Okay. And this is obviously important in sports because you want to be able to do continuous physical activity and you want to do so at a higher performance and you want to make sure that you're doing your best and achieving that performance that's going to help you win. And when we're talking in sports performance, any improvements of between 1% to 2% can, make the, can be the difference maker, okay? can be the difference maker between winning a race or not winning a race. And then when you're looking at other sports like team sports, it could be the difference between you performing at the higher level towards the end of a match so you can get that extra, extra few points and win over your competition versus fatiguing by the end and not being able to deliver on your performance side of things. So I hope that kind of gives you a bit of an idea, but that's the main way. It's through cardiorespiratory endurance, through increased blood flow and reduce, I guess, oxygen cost of, it, of exercise as well. So your body will become just a more efficient machine. Think of it that way. It'll become more efficient. Your muscles will be able to contract better. Okay, so there's increased muscle contraction. And therefore, all this together leads to the good old classic increased exercise performance, which is what most athletes will be taking the supplements for. It's simply for exercise performance to be increased. Okay, that's pretty simple. Okay, now, that, like I said, there has been a few studies on beetroot juice and how it can help and we're pretty clear that it can help. Okay, we're pretty clear that there are some specific mechanisms that it can help. And there was a notable study where runners were using beetroot juice and they took a shot of beetroot juice pre-race and that actually helped them slash off, you know, or kind of cut 1.5% off their their time on their run. And as I mentioned, one to 2% can be the difference maker. So 1.5 is well within that. So that means that it's got promise there. And there are some other studies, but there's some flaws with those studies. So I'm not going to mention too much about them. But essentially, we've found that there is, you know, there is solid evidence that it can improve cardiorespiratory endurance, you know, improve performance at different, different distances, you know, no matter if it's a team sports and you're running certain distances, no matter if it's like an actual race, where beat reduce seems to be more used for that, like a more of an endurance style race. 
It can improve, you know, cardiorespiratory performance at maximal oxygen uptake. So, you know, the VO2 maxes. It can improve performance at the thresholds for anaerobic exercise as well. And also increase time to exhaustion at submax intensities. So increased time to exhaustion means it basically will take you longer to get to exhaustion. And therefore, that is another benefit that having better cardiovascular or cardiorespiratory, sorry, endurance as a result of beetroot juice can be beneficial. Essentially, beet juice may be able to make you run for longer at the same intensity without getting exhausted. Make sense? <laughs> it's basically that. Okay, that's what it comes down to. So that's kind of like in a nutshell what it's about. It's essentially like if I were to kind of break it down into someone asking me, okay, so how do beet, how does beetroot juice potentially help me? I would simply say that it helps you with cardiorespiratory endurance by helping you increase blood flow, reduce the impact of, exercise, of oxygen use in exercise, increase your exercise performance by also increasing your muscle contraction, and therefore, all in all, it'll help you increase your time to exhaustion so you can try go harder for longer. Okay, in a nutshell, that's kind of like what I'd say. So if you need to go back and repeat that, then do so. But yeah, that kind of explains why beetroot juice has been proposed as a beneficial sports supplement. Now, obviously, there is still a lot of studies to be done, as I mentioned. So, you know, watch this space, but it does show promise. Okay, so if you came into the podcast wondering, is beetroot juice just another fad? Not quite. It's actually got some promise to it, and we just need to wait and see in what context it can work better. Because if you can get a supplement that can truly help you deliver oxygen to your body more effectively, reduce your time to exhaustion, and help your muscles perform better, which essentially is the proposed mechanism, as I mentioned, with beetroot juice, well, you're good. that's pretty good to go, you know? Especially if you can go and reduce your performance, well, not reduce, sorry, improve your performance by 1% to 2%. So there's some food for thought there. Now, then you might be wondering, okay, but then what are the potential side effects? You know, are there any side effects to using beetroot juice? And surely there's some side effects. And minimal. Okay, there's minimal of it. The, the main one is that in some people, they might get a pink colored kind of urine and stool. So it's harmless, but it can freak some people out when you start, when you start, you know, pissing out you know, reddish urine. Like that's not going to be a fun time when you first see that, but it's harmless. And if you've been taking beetroot juice, it's very likely that it's that. And then the other one is that some people, especially those that have FODMAP issues, you know, IBS, they might get some mild discomfort in the gut. And also because the beetroot juice has been said, you know, to be tasting really bad, like it's not a tasty drink by any stretch of the imagination, that can obviously be a bit of a deterrent and can make people feel a bit ill. If you're someone like, for example, if you're someone that when you eat something that you really don't like the taste of and you feel a bit nauseated after, then that's kind of what I'm talking about here. But other than that, there's no real kind of, kind of side effects that you have to really consider like that's just the main ones so most side effects are pretty harmless but there's still something to consider because let's say that it causes you nausea or let's say it causes you stomach aches and then it's like okay well hypothetically this could help me improve one to two percent of my performance but then i'm going into the race or the game feeling like crap well that's probably yeah that's probably going to outweigh any potential proposed benefits okay so the the actual negatives of it if it if you are one of those that experiences it it's going to outweigh that benefit potentially. So that's something to consider as well when it comes to using beet juice. Now, should you take it? Okay, like, so should you now, now that I've explained it all, I've explained the mechanism behind it. I've explained that there are studies showing promise towards it and that that is actually a supplement that's worth considering or at least kind of trialing and seeing if it does help you and that the side effects are not really huge. Should you yourself take it? Now, the biggest thing here would be, 
a number of different reasons you have to consider. For example, it can be costly, and I'll explain that in a second when it comes to dosages and a bit about that. It might taste like crap to you. So, you know, if it does, does that impact you? Or can you stomach it and be like, yeah, no, nah, it's worth it. I can stomach it if I can, you know, if I can have something else that I don't like for the sake of benefit, then I can do this. If it's a case of that, then you're fine. But if it's not, if you're someone that really can't stomach it properly and it's going to make you feel weird before a race, then it's probably not worth it. But basically, if you don't get the side effects and money's not an issue and you're in a sport that potentially could benefit you, so something like endurance or team sports, and you want to try it, then there's nothing wrong with it. So yeah, sure, take it and see if it does actually help you. But not if you haven't addressed your food first. I'll say it time and time again, supplements are supplementary, especially supplements like this where it's still relatively new in terms of you know being you know shown to be beneficial. It's something you have to consider. Is your food first even there? Because if your food strategy is like crap, taking beetroot juice to the cows come home is not going to be the beneficial thing for you. It's not going to be the difference maker at all. So should you take it? Well, you got to tick off some things. One, have you been eating well? Tick, if yes, cool. Side effects, do you experience the side effects? If you do, do they affect potentially your exercise performance? No? Cool, then yes. Cost, I will talk about that in a second, but basically it can be costly. Is that okay for you? Yes, okay, cool, take it, try it. Always try it in training first, then try it in game. But if you said no to any of those, then you want to weigh it up and see if it's actually worth it. So it's one of those interesting supplements where if you're in an endurance or team sports, it could potentially benefit you. And it will all de- depend on if it's something that you want to take and if it's worth taking considering some of the negatives that might be happening for you, as I just mentioned there. So you have to make your decision there if you want to try it. But I'll always recommend make sure that you are consulting with a sports dietitian so that they make sure that you're taking the right things for the right purpose in the right context so you can increase your performance in the right way. If you want a sports dietitian and you want to talk about it more specifically, please reach out. Okay, I'll be happy to chat and see if I can help you. So there's an email and details in the show notes below. Get in contact. We'll have a chat. Now let's talk about dosages. Okay, so I did mention that I would finish up with today's podcast by talking about dosage. And that's what we're going to talk about today. So obviously the, the reason the beetroot is used is because people can easily get some nitrate and juice it from it. Yeah, that's a, way, that's a really poorly worded sentence. The reason is that people can juice beetroots easily so they can get nitrate in an easy form. However, it may actually be more beneficial or easier, so to speak, not necessarily beneficial. That all depends on how you go. But it might be easier to actually get it in a concentrated form. Now you're probably wondering, what does that mean? You know, what do you mean in a concentrated form? Well, while beetroot juice can be made at home with a juicer and you can, you know, you can produce a, a shot of it, so to speak, it's often more convenient and also actually easier to consume if you can have it in smaller, more concentrated forms, such as that that you get in like store-bought shots. They call them like beetroot juice shots. Because if you were to do a do-it-yourself juice, you need to drink about 500 mils of beetroot juice. But if you were to get one of those concentrated forms, it would be about 70 mil. 70 mil versus 500 mil, you do the math, okay? It's it's a big difference. Okay, it's a big difference because the ideal dosage, basically, you need to get in about five to seven millimoles of nitrate for most people. And that should be taken about three hours before training or the game. Not the game unless you've tried it, obviously. You have tried in training first. And that's roughly, you know, that's roughly 250 to 300 grams of a nitrate-rich vegetable per day. So basically juicing up to 300 grams of beetroots to get about that five to seven millimoles of nitrate 
to be able to get the benefits of it. And then the effects, you know, they typically kind of peak around 90 minutes and they last for about six to eight hours. Just to give you a bit of a ball mark around the kind of dosages and how long it can take. But that's just something to consider is that, yeah, you can like take it at that time. Now, as I mentioned, people can take it around three hours before training. That's a good way to do it. Two to three hours would be good. You know, two to three hours, you generally be okay. But to get that amount, okay, to get that 300 to 600 milligrams of nitrate that you need, that's optimal, you have to have about 500 mils of the juiced up at home beetroot juice versus 70 mil or something like beetroot. Okay, so beetroot is like a supplement form of beetroot juice. It's more concentrated version of it. 70 mils gives you that dose. So that's just something to consider. But now I did mention cost. The beetroot and those sort of supplements can cost quite a lot, okay? So just for a shot, not like a bottle of it that you can just sip as you need, just for a shot of it can cost you know, a few dollars or more, okay? And I'm really like, oh, that's not, but think about it. If you're taking a shot every time, that adds up. So it's just something to consider. If, it's, if money is not a problem for it, go ahead. But it's just something to consider when it comes to the actual financial side of things because it can get costly as time goes by. Now, with dosages, something that I should probably mention, not necessarily in terms of dosages because I've just explained the dosage. You need about that, you know, 300, 600 milligrams of, of nitrate and you need that delivered via a home juice, which needs up to 500 mils or 70 mils of a, like a beetroot supplement. But you shouldn't be taking something like mouthwash or chewing gum after you've taken it because you need that bacteria, certain bacteria in your mouth to convert the nitrate to nitrite before the nitrite can then be converted to nitric acid in the stomach. So if you're taking like you know, gum or mouthwash and all this sort of stuff, that can actually reduce that bacteria in the mouth and that is going to prevent you doing that conversion. And therefore, you're going to be just taking beetroot juice, not for the performance enhancing benefits, but you'll be getting a whole bunch of nutrients and antioxidants, which is not a bad thing. You know, you could even argue that if you enjoy beetroot juice for whatever reason, you know, you can take it for the health benefits as well. But you're probably going to be taking it to see hopefully between a 1% to 2% performance improvement and you're going to have to decide if that's worth it for you. So you don't want to be like, okay, yeah, it is worth it for me, but now I'm going to chew gum right after I take it because I don't like this taste and then you're going to ruin all that because now your mouth doesn't have the bacteria it needs to convert it to the form that it needs to be in, to then convert it to another form that it needs to be in to actually help you through vasodilation. Just some food for thought, okay? Just some things to consider when it comes to beetroot juice and the mechanism of taking it in conjunction with obviously the dosages that I talked about. So that's basically it, okay? So a whole bunch of talk about beet juice, enough to make Dwight Schrute proud, but you know, in the end, you just gotta look at it and go, okay, the evidence is promising. The evidence does show that potentially in endurance and team sport athletes, can, there can be a benefit of that significant level, you know, between one to 2%. It just depends on context, which obviously more studies are needed. But then you now know that the side effects are minimal. So you just got to consider that, you know, am I going to be the one that gets a side effect? But the cost can be high if you go for like the supplement form. So now your turn is to see if that's something that you want to try and see if it can help you. But like I said, if you need a sports statistician, come chat to me. We'll have a chat and see if I can help you more specifically with that. But for now, yes, beetroot juice does show promise. It is, it is in fact, like to kind of go by my title, I said, is it a new sports supplement discovery or another fallacy? It's not a fallacy, okay? So we know now it is a discovery. And it's just got more evidence needs to be shown to make us, to make it easier to interpret of how to actually use it and in what context. 
but it definitely shows promise. It can definitely potentially benefit you, but you just got to see. You just got to try and see how it goes for you. So I hope this podcast has been informative. I hope it's kind of cleared up that question. I hope it's given you some new information that has been of interest to you. If you've got obviously any questions regarding this, send me an email at alexa at theclimbingdietitian.com.au and we have a chat there. But until next time, have a good one. See you later. Bye. Thank you for listening to today's podcast episode. Remember to subscribe to this podcast wherever you get your podcast so you can stay up to date whenever I drop an episode. And of course, if you enjoyed today's podcast, remember to go to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star review. You can also find me on socials where I regularly post valuable sports nutrition content to help you elevate your sports game, elevate your nutrition game, and reach your peak potential. Simply search for The Climbing Dietitian and be sure to click follow. Until next time, stay safe and stay dedicated. See ya.